Hi, I'm Peter Hostrasser, and I'm here with my son, Hank Hostrasser. And we're going to talk about what? Cars. Father-son car chats. Podcast starts now. Welcome to Father-son car chats. All right, Hank. We are in the middle of uh, the Chicago Auto Show. Yeah, so it is uh, pretty busy here on a Saturday. Um, okay, so we I have to I have to acknowledge the the parking challenge. Yeah, it took us like an hour and a half to find a spot. Yeah, so that was uh, City of Chicago. If you're listening, work on the parking situation so <laughs> Hank all right so uh, this year looks a little bit different uh, in the uh, show we're about halfway through it right now just wanted to kind of give an overall look at uh, what we see at the auto show so what are some of the cool things uh, that you see so far um well there's a lot there's <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff here um, I feel like the cars are more accessible like um, even some of the higher end cars that they are, are you know, yeah. 60, 70, 80, 90,000 dollar cars you, even can, the, you can get into. The GT500 was sitting right there. There was nothing around it. Like right. people could go sit on it if they wanted to. Which I like because back in my day they used to like block off everything and then everything became exclusive. But I think they've become more hands on to how things are, you know, with, uh, with pricing and everything. Um, so what kind of like we got some uh, places inside here that uh, they're driving cars around? Uh huh. Yeah, and that always happens. Um, they've always kind of had that, uh, but it was cool to see like Land Rover had a whole off-road thing going on. So did Jeep and some other uh, companies, but it was right. just yeah. It, was it cool. looks like Land Rover's making a move on Jeep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're looking at it from we're right now in the Lexus section. And uh, the Land Rover uh, has uh, some pretty interesting things. It looks like, you know, everybody's, you know, they're, they're, it almost looks jeepy over there, right? I don't know what, jeepy? Is that a word? I guess, yeah. They're trying to, um, you can definitely tell they're trying to gather attention, almost. Like, they have a really high hill and all that, and you can see everything, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll show you some pictures. There'll be a lot of pictures on this on father's son car chats on facebook facebook or instagram and instagram right Uh uh-huh so um any surprises um so far i mean i thought it was really cool with ford right out front uh putting out that gt 500 that uh you are totally in love with Uh uh-huh and they had a gt uh, golf edition yes that was cool um do they even sell that car though the ford gt they do yeah Yeah, but it's three of them it's half a million dollars for a car (laughs) I don't know about the Golf Edition either. It's right, probably right. more. Um, I do see there is um, uh, they're going to potentially make um, uh, uh, LC 500 convertible uh, Lexus. They have yeah. a concept over there, so that looks kind of cool. It's it's interesting because um, this year now I always look at the designs of each of the car manufacturing places, right? Yeah. Um, it seems a little rearranged this year, and then it seems a little like uh, the cars went with like bigger walls and sectioning off their their car brands from others. Yeah, and I, I could see why they do that. They want people to stay in their exhibit and look at their cars. Like you don't want someone. Obviously, when you're surrounded by like 
don't know, if you're in like Acura and then you see all these Lexuses, you don't want that to be kind of a an issue. And I mean, you have like three pretty big or four pretty big luxury car dealerships or luxury car brands lined up here. So you kind of have to... That's where we hang out, in the luxury. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they have on this side. Well, yeah. Yeah. Which we, we haven't been over on the other side yet, but we'll do another podcast on that side. Um, so we are on the south exhibit hall. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, next, next podcast that we do will be on the uh, north. We'll talk about some other things over there. Um, so... It's interesting because uh, you, you're right about like you don't want to be looking across somewhere and see something else. You can only limitedly see maybe two or three brands at one time. Yeah. When I was younger, you used to be able to see all the way across and you could, you know, stand here and I'd be at GM and then I could look over and I could I would see Toyota and, and all these different brands. Um, but they really are getting that design factor down where they understand the client and they put you into a place mm-hmm. so almost like a showroom that we were at this morning at uh in westmont yeah is interesting right so it's yeah they're definitely and with all the tech and all the um technology and all like the advancements that we've made in the past years it's really it, like you can really do a lot more things than you could yeah um so it's really changing every year changes a lot uh, you see a lot more stuff a lot more screens a lot more it's Times squareish i know you haven't been to Times square but like it's it's sensory overload it um, is it's it's really interesting you know the lighting and, and the different things that that go into play here here's uh, uh interesting as well is uh, as we walk through the different areas of cars um and the people who are hanging out in the different areas of cars you can almost look at what our the who the market is for each one of the cars mm-hmm. right yeah like, i don't want to stereotype but when you when you look at uh, uh, the people walking around you're kind of like okay this car dealer or this uh, car manufacturer is is actually marketing towards this type of person or this look or somebody who wants to be this so it's very interesting yeah you can tell a lot of it is marketed toward midlife crises yeah dudes like me yeah. like 50-year-old <laughs> white dudes who I'm not 50 though, but like you're walking Alexis, around, like you so. know what? I feel like I need, it. yeah. Yeah. So has anything like struck you uh, outside of the uh, Fords? Uh, have we gone through uh, yet so far? Mm. Not really. I mean, I mean, maybe yeah. we saw the Supra. Right. Which right. Yeah. Which looks honestly in in real life, the Supra looks, and we have a, another podcast on that, so you can cruise back and see that listen to it but it look it really looks like a z4 to me yeah and it i don't really does i don't think it carries on like the fourth generation super was always known for being a big car like it's a big beefy yeah car and then you look at the mark 5 and it's like it's tiny it's small it, it almost looks scrunched up like it used to be like a, a size of a challenger kind of that chunked out yeah like a bigger meteor car out is that an ad- adjective i don't know i don't even know but it was out? it was meaty like if you if, especially if you had the twin turbo version like that car could really one up yeah. supercars even and yeah. now you're just looking at kind of a dumbed down electronically controlled bmw with a Good toyota shell on. toyota's area oh wait we are we're in lexus so it's kind of a yeah 
So yeah, I mean that's that was an interesting look. That car looked a lot different. Um, you know, we're over. We, Ford was interesting walking through Ford um, because they were just two cars, right? There, there's a Mustang. I mean, there's a supercar, and then uh, what was it? The Focus was sitting out the there. The Fusion. Fusion. I don't know. Yeah, they're they didn't have much out. They Ford. were trying. They're definitely trying to market um, the Mustang right now, right? Though, because that's that's going to be where all of their sales are for the car category yeah I so mean, they yeah. they definitely want to make that look a lot better right. no so, no four-door mustang yet yeah i didn't see that and you know what else i haven't seen and maybe it'll be on the uh south or north end when we get over there look there is not a big push on electric cars here i have not seen it yet and maybe there's an area i saw in jaguar they had it with their new iPace. Right, right. But they were pushing I, that, but that's yeah, it. There's not a line of them, and the, the, the biggest piece is, you know, look, man, and we haven't seen Tesla here. They haven't been here in a and, while. I don't know if they are. that, to me, is crazy. Like, I think that's so, I think it's cool, yet not cool, but I don't know. You know, but it's interesting that I don't I don't see a, a ginormous, hey, man, this is where the electric cars are, and, and there's some concepts here and there, but... Yeah. You know, for me, that's that's really interesting. So, so all right. So far, we're about halfway through this thing, taking a look around. It looks good. Looks good. I mean, they have like, I don't know. It's half of it is just a giant ad. Like it's. It is a giant. Do you ever do you feel like the people walking around are just like, hey, you're a potential customer and not really a human? No, but I think it is marketed towards, like, the car show isn't, I I don't know, it's not like, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it's more marketed towards the average person. Like, they want to draw normal people in. They don't want to, like, I don't know. Is there a way, now that's a good point, though. Is there a way... To make it more individualized. I mean, there's some smaller things here and such, but what you know, is there a way to do that? Like, possibly, you know, like put a green screen up where you can take your picture with whatever. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I just think it's. I don't know. So yeah, okay. We won't go zero to sixty, but but on that because I think you bring up a great point. Like, it is. It's such a mass show to kind of. It's almost like a television ad, like like a giant television. The whole thing is like a giant 3D TV ad. Like yeah. it's, it's not. I don't know. I remember one year we came here and they had like slot car racing and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Now it's just like you walk around, you see the car, you watch the commercials that they're playing on giant TVs everywhere, and then it's like, like I don't you're know. in a in an auto commercial. It's basically it's so far. I mean, it's nothing different than. You're not learning anything. You're not seeing anything that's different than seeing a car in a commercial. Like, it's... What do you think about, like, you know, classes within, you know, to teach you some stuff about... Yeah, just more... Cars and and something just to go deeper into a brand. More interactive stuff, I feel like. And, I mean, yeah, you can drive cars, but the, the lines are so long, it's pointless. Like, you'd be waiting an hour just to drive a car for, like, 300 feet. Bring an interesting point. What about, like, uh like a fast pass or something like that do you think that would change that up i think so but then it turns into everyone's buying that and then those lines build up and it's like <laughs> it, it gets to a point where it's just with this many people yeah. it 
they, people just take advantage of it and they just turn it into a giant ad. So let me ask you this. Is it, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, that's, I don't even know I even what to ask you right now because those are valid points and for somebody who's around 14, 13 years old, I know you're 14, almost. Almost. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, like, like that's valid. What the next generation is going to do are these, is this an outdated piece? But you know what? Look, at 13 bucks a head, they're making money. Yeah. There's a lot um, of people here. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. And even if 1% of the people that see your exhibit yeah. afterwards go out and buy the car, like there's still profit there. So, you think, you think they should categorize so and like have a special, hey, you know what, a teenager walkthrough or something like that where you do some classes or, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's just so marketed towards the average consumer yeah. and the average person. Like the, the fun factor is almost taken out of it and it's just turned into like buy so our So the stuff. challenge is try to figure out how to put an auto show together that has a place for individualized kind of looks across yeah. the board and yeah, a lot of that can happen that's this is, these are this is a great point though that is a great point i guess i'm just father of the year like teaching you all this stuff <laughs> no i'm just kidding but like yeah that's a great point so you know you're walking into a car ad yeah pretty much very interesting so and i mean if you like that if you want to see the cars like a lot of people aren't going to get a chance to see cars like this in real life for a whole nother year after this like right you're not going to be able to come see it on audi r8 or ford gt anywhere yeah um, unless you go into those dealerships and yeah hopefully they I mean, have one we because, saw a lamborghini today right, so i mean right. it's like would you have to go to a dealership people don't like to go to the dealership a lot of, yeah a lot of these people aren't like into cars or don't normally do things with cars so this is like the only opportunity to kind of see this stuff so, I mean, that, that, I guess that is an, up, uh, an upside. Yeah. But then, people, again, they just take advantage of that and turn it into an ad. So, I don't know. Very, very great. Great points, man. Well, let's do this, man. Uh, we're going we're gonna to end off here on this podcast. Uh, we'll call this the Chicago Auto Show Part 1 because yeah. we're going to go Part 2. And then we're going to talk about uh, our favorite cars. So, this is a three-part series on the father-son car, car chats. chats. Yeah. And... Uh, Excuse me. We'll be um, we'll be coming back at you on the uh, north side. And until then, keep the pedal of the metal. We'll talk to you later.